It's the Win Daily Podcast with your host, 12-time live DFS championship qualifier, four-time defending fantasy pros home run champion, the beast himself, Jeremy Muntradomis Munter. Welcome to the Win Daily Fit DFS Podcast. I am your host, Muncher Domus. We'll be joined in a moment by the king himself, Scott Engel. But before we do that, let's hear from our weather correspondent and drip drop. We make that thing go. Drip, 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 Hi, this is Mark Parkett, and this is Drip Drop for Tuesday, May 7th. We get an active weather pattern. Probably the most troubled game in terms of weather is going to be where everyone looks for their offense, the Rockies. Uh, it's going to be rainy and wet, and we could be looking at their first postponement of the year, so let's keep an eye on that one. Another location that could be some trouble in terms of some rain, though it doesn't look that steady, is St. Louis. Um, and Pittsburgh could also see some showers, but that looks like only a de- delay threat and probably not much of a threat whatsoever. Good hitting environment. Baltimore will be warm, rather muggy. And let's look at another good hitting environment. It looks like Houston. That roof should be open, and then the ball should be carrying out. In terms of pitching, Chicago remains on the chilly side, and a north wind should be blowing in from center. So look for arms in that game. Thank you for all that, Mark. That is all very helpful information. You can follow Mark on Twitter at DFS MLB weather. And with that, I will now take you to my interview with Scott Angle, the king himself. And we are back with the Win Daily DFS podcast. I am Muncher Domus, and we are joined now by the king, Scott Angle. Hey, how are you, Jeremy? Good, good to be here with you. Uh, second time on the Win Daily podcast. Uh, last time with Jason. Uh, Mezrahi, and now my, my debut with Monster Thomas. Scott, we are honored to have you. I should say the king. You can catch the king on Sirius XM Fantasy Radio as well as Roto Baller Radio. But for now, we're going to pick his brain here, and we're going to start right away with whipping around the infield. Let's jump straight to the first game. We are in Baltimore, where David Hess is on the mound against Hector Velasquez. Yeah, David Hess against Hector Velasquez. I guess uh, the Vegas totals going to be pretty high on this one. Uh, I, I have I haven't seen it yet, Monstradamus, but uh, you know this is a game where I think you could pull out some hitters for sure. Here, uh, you know, David Hess has been has been terrible so far. Uh, yeah, but I, I think I think there's viable stacking here, right? On on both sides of the well, you can't you can't get crazy with the Orioles. Uh, you know, against Hector Velasquez, obviously Jonathan Villar's forty six hundred on DraftKings. You want to consider him. Dwight Smith is forty nine hundred. You would think that ordinarily uh, that a guy with a pedigree of Dwight Smith would be worth that kind of money, but he he has certainly earned it. Uh, so you know, I'm okay with using Dwight Smith tonight. Uh, David Hess, he's 4,800, but I wouldn't get cute and use him. You could definitely go with, with the, uh, with the Red Sox stack tonight. Uh, Ben attendee for 4,900 Raphael Devers for 4,900. 
and if you want to get really daring, this could be a night maybe where Jackie Bradley Jr. turns it around. He's he's off to a bad start. I don't even think he's stolen a base. But you know, why not use him as a punt play for thirty one hundred dollars? Well, you know, any Red Sox you like tonight, Montradamus? Well, it's interesting you bring up Jackie Bradley because he started out this spring training hotter than anyone. Right now, he's batting around 150. He's not currently the same player he once was, but do you see hope in Jackie Bradley's season where he can bounce back to that 20-plus home run, 20-stolen base guy he's showing us he can be? Well, it's only May 6th. You know, guys start off cold. Jackie Bradley Jr. last year worked with J.D. Martinez as hitting guru, and that's a big reason why he won the ALCS MVP. Spent a lot of time with him on the phone. This offseason, he went in person to work with him, and he had the great spring training. So you know, maybe look at spring training as an expansion of the season here. And he started hot. Now he's in a cold streak. Now baseball's a constant game of adjustment in cold streaks. Jackie Bradley Jr. has got to heat up at some time. Why not start it against David Hess? Oh, you can't get that information anywhere else besides the win daily DFS podcast. So let me get you right, King. You're saying you like the back end, front end stack of the lineup. Maybe a Jackie Bradley, Ben Attendee, Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez. How does that sound to you? Well, you can't fit all those guys in your lineup, obviously. But, heck, if, uh, if I get away with a legal nine-player nine stack, I would do it. On FanDuel, with that extra utility spot, you can. I like that play. I'm going to go on your side, King. Let's move to the next game. We are Texas at Pittsburgh. Stephen Brawl against Adrian Sampson. There's a lot to like on both sides of this game. Of course, you can talk about the Texas stack, Jeremy. But I think, it, obviously, it starts with Elvis Andrus, who's hitting 423 against left-handed pitching. I think you got to have me your lineup tonight. And also for the Pirates side, a guy we just don't talk about a lot, Brian Reynolds, 375 versus right-handers with three doubles and one home run. Uh, if, certainly if you're going to use Pirates, I think you got to go to Reynolds. He's not going to be high-priced either. Well, let me ask you, what about Reynolds' game gets you excited in this matchup? Well, the fact that he's facing Adrian Sampson, and I like the splits. <laughs> and uh, you know, the numbers I just laid out, this – this guy played really well for Starling Marte and you know, the pirates have dealt with some injuries in the outfield and uh, he's taken advantage of the situation. Does it concern you that they are in PNC park, which is more or less a pitcher's ballpark? Or are you still stacking those Rangers? You know, if I went up to Brian Reynolds in the clubhouse and asked him that, he said, ballpark is a ballpark, you know, it's got bases, you know, and, yeah, it's uh, you know, the, 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 the distance from the mound of the plate is the same. You know, that would sound like a boring sound clip, but I apply, I apply it here. You know, I'm, I'm not looking for Brian Reynolds necessarily to, uh, you know, hit three home runs, but, you know, he's got four, four extra base hits uh, so far against right-handed pitching. So, uh, you know, I, I think he can take something in the gap here if, if uh, the Pirates are going are to stack up some offense, Reynolds might be in the lineup being part of this. Okay, I like it. That's a sleeper right there. Brian Reynolds, you can throw him in the outfield. As far as the way I see the game, I'm not in love with anything just because Stephen Brault, yes, he has not been well at all this season, but he has shown over the course of time that he is serviceable. And on top of that, Texas has a lot of lefties in those lineups. I know Elvis Andrews is the exception in the heart of that order. But besides him, I don't trust Hunter Pence. I know he's been 
doing well as of late, but Hunter Pence yeah, he's is like not a 50 guy. years old now. <laughs> At least. You know, the only thing is, I don't know if Reynolds is going to be in the lineup, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. He's, he's gotten to play less since Marte has come back. And then, of course, Starling Marte, you know, you're glad he's not going against a lefty tonight because he's hitting only 045 against left-handed pitching so far. I don't know if Reynolds is going to be in the lineup or not. Honestly, you're gonna you're gonna have to check, uh, you, you know, some of the lineups here on Win Daily. But if he is, I'll use him. Okay, so it sounds like we're both in agreement with Elvis Andrews, and then besides that, check the lineup for maybe the sleeper of the day and Brian Reynolds. I imagine his ownership percentage will be at least one percent, maybe less. Let's keep it going. We're going to be in the dome this time as we got Aaron Sanchez and the Blue Jays hosting Jose Barrios and the Twins. It's Jose Barrios, who was uh, my uh, my favorite pitcher tonight on DraftKings at, at 9,900. Definitely using him. Uh, I don't know if I'd mess with, with Aaron, with, uh, with Aaron Sanchez. Uh, Minnesota is, uh, Minnesota is, is their offense is pretty good right now. And I, I think it's actually underrated. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking to stream pitchers in seasonal or use them in daily against the Minnesota Twins. They, they just haven't been a team that I've been targeting. Uh, very spunky lineup. Uh, I, and I don't think their hitters would be widely owned. They're, they're actually seventh uh, against, right, against right-handed pitching in total offense. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I like Max Kepler for $4,400. Uh, if you're looking, uh, it depends on which catcher they roll out there. If uh, Jason Castro starts, he's only $3,500. Uh, so he's somebody else to, that I'll be looking for. Mauro Gonzalez is $3,100, but not like I'm going to use him. Jorge Polanco, though, $4,400. Somebody consider these all DraftKings prices that I'm using. Yo, Aaron Sanchez, what makes him such a great pitcher is his changeup. It just has so much movement, almost falls from, you know, the middle of the sky to the bottom of the earth. Is Aaron Sanchez's VRA right now is 3.09. Do you see this as the comeback year for Aaron Sanchez? Uh, yeah, as long as he stays healthy. But, you know, this is going to be a test for him tonight. The Twins are tough. Yeah, personally, I would stay away from both sides of these this matchup in daily fantasy, not even the pitchers, just because both Wait teams, a minute. Whoa, whoa. You don't like Barrios? He's like my play of the night. I mean, I like Jose, but I'm not going to roster him, especially for that price. I know he's having a solid season so far. His ERA is below three. He's getting about 7Ks at night. But this is not an easy matchup, especially on the road, in the Dome, I'm, I feel like we're going to find. How is it not an easy here. matchup, Jeremy? What did you put in your Munstradamus cereal this morning? I, I don't. I don't get it. It's uh, you know, how is this not an easy matchup? It's a great pitcher, Jose Barrios, against a team that we consistently target in DFS, and the Toronto Blue Jays, 25th in runs scored against right-handed pitchers. Right now, the Blue Jays are suffering some cold streaks from some of their biggest guys, Justin Smoke. Freddie Galvis really isn't doing as well as he can do. And of the cornerstone, who plays the corner position, Vladimir Guerrero is yet to really get it going. But at the same time, these guys are all very talented players. And if Jose makes one mistake pitch to these guys with runners on base, it makes it that price tag not even worth it. In daily fantasy, 
I feel it's more important that you get all the home runs you can get because home runs are going to win your matchup at the end of the day. So I'm personally not going to be paying up for Mr. Berrios. Oh, okay. But I see what you mean. You don't want to spend the money, but he still may get a good start. I mean, oh, yeah. maybe yeah, if he, Justin Smoke takes him yard, he still wins 7-1. Right. I mean, he, he yeah. can still have a good start, but let's see if we can find another pitcher. And we're going to search in Tampa Bay where Charlie Morton is on the mound against Taylor Clark making his second appearance with the Diamondbacks. Yeah, the Diamondbacks are a tough team, though. They're, they're, they're second in, uh, in, the, in uh, the National League in offense. So this, this isn't going to be an, an easy go for Charlie Morton. And you don't always get length with Charlie Morton, too. That, that's the problem. It's like you know, you'll, get, you'll get your six strikeouts, but it'll be five and a third innings. Yeah, but Charlie Morton's fastball, sometimes that touches 98, and it's nearly unhittable. These Arizona Dimebacks, they're coming off of an amazing series against Colorado. They almost got sent back to earth very quickly on Monday. Blake Snell shutting them out easily. I see Charlie Morton continuing that momentum. And, in fact, I would go Morton over your man, Jose, and this matchup. Are there any hitters that you like? Maybe, 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 maybe for Price. Uh, I, I could see that, you know, straight out. Of course not. But my my problem with 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 Morton tonight is the matchup, and I just don't feel like, especially when it gets a team like that, I'm not going to get sitting six innings pitched. I worry about that. Well, let me ask you this. Let's look on the other side of the ball. Which Tampa Bay bats do you like to do damage against Clark? Uh, all of them. All uh, of them. Can I do it? Can I can I do a, a nine man stack tonight? Is, okay. Okay. That, that's not that's not legal. So you would stack the front half in one t- team, the back half on another team, the middle and the other. You like all three potential um, stacks. Just, I'm going to stack a back half because obviously you don't get you don't get enough at bats. Uh, you know, I I think I think you have to spread it out here. Obviously, you know, and be ju- judicious what you what you're going to go with. You know, of course, you know, play the lefty righty splits with the Rays, you know, and try to, to load up, you know, on some of those, uh, so those lefty bats here that you get from Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I think I'm trying to pull up my Tampa Bay here thing. It's just having a computer issue here, but you know, but you won't have to spend a lot of money for G man Choi. And, uh, you know, he's one that I definitely like Kevin Kiermaier is lower in the lineup. And uh, Brandon Lau hits leadoff, so there's three guys that I definitely like. Yeah, it's interesting you bring up Kiermaier because it's too often in daily fantasy baseball we see a guy like him end up with a three-run home run costing next to nothing. But the guy I really want to ask you about, and this is more of a season-long question because everyone's acting like this is the most popular thing since sliced bread, is Nate Lowe someone that people should be picking up in their season-long fantasy baseball leagues? Well, which guy are we talking about, Nate Lowe or Brandon Lau? We're talking about Nate Lowe, the first baseman. I just wanted, I just wanted to, uh, just wanted to be sure there. Yeah, first base is so deep, though. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's. I don't know that I've seen enough from him yet that I'm, I'm totally convinced that uh, I should put him in a lineup. He's only hitting two seventeen. Uh, he hasn't homered yet, so. 
you know, why am I bothered with a guy with a 240 on base percentage? I'm right there with you. I feel he is very overhyped. Let's travel to Detroit where Griffin Canning, who had six strikeouts in the first four innings, ended up giving up three runs in that fifth inning, takes the mound for the Angels, and Daniel Norris is on the mound for the Tigers. Yeah, this is this this is a disgusting game. Uh, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, you look at Griffin Canning, but then you look at the opposition and say, okay, do I really want to run a stack here? Is is that something that I could do? Uh, but you know, you, I I think you could you can try to cherry pick, uh, you know, some of these uh, one or two one or two of these hitters here when you uh, when you, when you look at the splits. Uh, but there's there's not there's not really there's not really much here. We haven't seen much of Griff of Griffin Canning. Uh, Albert Pujols, uh, maybe not somebody you you want to use. Uh, he's hitting only two oh eight against right-handed pitching. You know, I'd probably avoid him. Uh, some people might try to roll the dice and see if they can get a whole home run out of him. But uh, you know, it's, he's not in Mexico anymore, so. The the matchup looks good, but when you're talking about the Tigers, okay, you want any anytime you 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 get a mediocre pitcher against Mike Trout, I think you have to spend up when you when you do multiple lineups, and you're certainly gonna have to look at him for a monkey knife fight prop as well. Yeah, Mike Trout, forty eight hundred dollars on FanDuel against uh I'm gonna say a soft toss and lefty. I know his fastball can sometimes reach those low mid nineties, but more or less we're looking at a wiry lefty and Daniel Norris Trout who is very hot, he can definitely make some damage there. I feel personally this game has one of those sleeper, high-scoring matchups, you know, where the final score is like 8-7. to seven. And if you stack both of these teams in daily fantasy, you're going to end up winning on the night. Do you see that as a possibility? I see it as a possibility when you look at the pitching on both sides. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard to cherry-pick the hitters, but – yeah, I think Nick Castellanos was one guy that you certainly have to look at. Yeah, Castellanos, you know, he was maybe the Cinderella of fantasy baseball last year, a couple of years ago. He's really showing that momentum. This year, he's only had two home runs on the season with nine RBIs. Is, is he done as far as season-long fantasy baseball? Is he no longer on the superstar radar? I don't think he was ever on the superstar radar, but true. if he if, – if, if, uh, if you think anybody's done on May 6th, you're playing too much fantasy football and not, fit, not enough fantasy baseball. I, I like that comment right there. And with that, let's go to Milwaukee where the hard-throwing Freddie Peralta's on the mound against maybe the even harder-throwing Stephen Strasburg in Washington. Yeah, not a good spot for Strasburg tonight. Uh, the way the Brewers play, uh, certainly in Miller Park, Milwaukee's 10th against righties. That's not world beating, but it's certainly not middle of the pack either. So I'm going to be careful of that. But uh, I'm, this is like one of my top stack, stacks of the night because, you know, you look at, you look at Freddie Peralta and he's just been terrible this year. And, yeah, he'll throw hard, so it'll leave the yard even even quicker. So, you know, you want, you want Adam Eaton, uh, maybe one of your lineups, he's 4,800 on, on DraftKings, uh, you know, and it, just some of some of the top guys here. I'm not not even worried about the splits right here. I'll I'll have some Victor Robles. I'll have some some Howie Kendrick. 
maybe even I'll, I'll uh, you know, throw in some, some shekels on Brian Dozier to see if he gets a home run. Yeah, I like that call on Brian Dozier. And what I feel the biggest problem for Freddie Peralta is that he just loses his control and he starts walking batteries left and right, left and right. He's got three bases loaded. He gives up one big hit and it just all unravels from there. Do you, so you're expecting something similar tonight for Peralta? Look, a pitcher can turn it around at any time and you know destroy our DFS lineups. But like uh, like Jason Mizrahi talks about in his Win Daily book, you know, there's going to be a lot of defeats on the way to victory. So you you got to be willing to risk that. You got to have a short memory, like a quarterback or a closer, and you know, play against these hot these cold streaks until they turn around. Because it's it's more likely that the cold streak is going to continue than turn around. Yeah, I'm with you completely. I do like that Washington stack. I am hesitant on Howie Kendrick, even though he did hit a home run on Monday and he is batting in the heart of that lineup, I believe third. So there is definitely potential, but something about Howie Kendrick against the righty doesn't make it seem like I should be playing him in daily fantasy. Do you disagree? Yes, because he'll probably walk twice. (laughs) I like that. And that's why we play baseball for the walks. Let's keep it going. We are in St. Louis. We got a big matchup here against two maybe world series contenders we got dakota hudson of st louis and aaron nola in philadelphia yeah i don't know if i'm I'm messing with nola uh tonight because uh because st louis's you know uh, offense has been really really good uh they are they are actually second in the national league against right-handed pitchers with 146 runs scored Nola's been up and down. He started to turn the corner, but I think this is this is a tough matchup. Uh, on the other side, I think you could certainly be stacking some Phillies here for sure. Uh, you know, take a, take a look at that at that lineup. It's it's pretty potent, and uh, you know you, you try. To, I would not be against spending up for Bryce Harper tonight, and maybe even uh, you know, spending a little less money on a guy like Cesar Hernandez. Well, let's, let's talk more about Aaron Nola because he did look fine in his last start. So what St. Louis Cardinals bats do you expect to do some damage against Nola? I just think overall as a team, you know, I, I really like, I really like what they do. Uh, very good uh, underrated offense. I think, uh, you know, Matt Carpenter at, at the top of the lineup will give you that. Uh, I'd like to call on Matt Carpenter. You can definitely table set. I don't know if I'm in love with Nola. I don't think he'll get bombed, but he's definitely not a player I want to roster. I agree with you with that Phillies lineup. Bryce Harper really building around that. I love Gene Segura at shortstop. He really table sets. He's $3,800 on FanDuel. Someone I am considering there. But with that, let's travel to the Chicago Cubs where John Lester is on the mound against Caleb Smith and the Marlins. Yeah, Caleb Smith's obviously off to a great start this year. But, uh, you know, it's going to be tough for him. Javier Baez worth the 5,900. He hammers lefties to the tune of a 455 batting average with five home runs in 22 at bats. And uh, John Lester is going to be one of the, one of the top uh, DFS plays on the night. If uh, I'm going to spend up for Marios, uh, you know, maybe I could save a little bit more than money with Lester, who's just 8,200. If you don't want Barrios, though, maybe you can anchor with Lester, who's, who's played really well this season, and we all know to pick on the Marlins. 
I actually agree with you on all contexts with that. John Lester above Berrios. And I would also go with Javi Baez if you want that upside. However, Caleb Smith is interesting because Caleb Smith is a guy who would be a household name if he was on a winning team. But he's on the Marlins. John Lester's pitching against the Marlins. Get John Lester in your lineup. Dominate your day. We are going to actually skip the Rockies-Giants game because according to our weather correspondent, that game looks like a likely postponement. postponement. So we're going to jump straight into the night games. The games we're going to start in Oakland where Fires is on the mound against Tyler Molly. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, you have to take advantage against Fires here. Uh, especially when you consider, you know, that, you know, the guy gives up a, a lot of home runs. It's like, do you even worry about lefty righty matchups here as, as well? Uh, you know, that, that, that's something else that, you, that you have to consider. Uh, I'm definitely going to have some, some shares of Je- Jesse Winker tonight. I don't know if I want to, want to use Joey Votto at all though. I, I, I don't think, I think, I feel like no matter who he faces, uh, I really don't want to use him right now, but I'll be using J- Jesse Winker and definitely Derek Dietrich, who I already mentioned how hot he is. Let's talk about the number one prospect for the Reds who hit a couple home runs on Monday. That's Nick Stencil. How do you feel about him going forward season long as well as daily tonight in this matchup? Uh, daily, I don't think I'll have the split, but I don't, I don't blame you for spending up on him. Uh, you know, obviously, it's his time. Sometimes guys uh, start slowly when they come up from the minors, but you know, that hasn't happened with him and uh, he's going to be locked in. He, he, him and his agent were very, were very ticked off. They're really what it, it's telling about. You really can't tell about rookies. They come up, they get hot out of the gate. And how do they adjust the second time with uh, around the league? That's really the key. And it's very hard to predict because every rookie is different. Okay. Okay. That's good analysis right there. I personally, I know the Reds bats were on fire to end this past weekend and on Monday, but going into Oakland, I see that as a huge culture shock as far as ballpark environment, everything like that. I'm going to say to avoid everything in this game. Maybe if you're playing the late night slate only, you can touch it. But as far as the other matchups, I saw a lot juicier action. Yeah, Let's I go. Think I think I'd be yeah. using Dietrich tonight, though. That's for sure. Okay, Dietrich is the king's pick for that matchup. Let's go to San Diego, where Thor himself is coming into town. Noah Syndergaard against Kyle Quantrill. Yeah, I think Syndergaard's obviously like one of the top starts for the night, especially after he turned it around in his last start with the complete game shutout, ninety four hundred on on a uh, on DraftKings. So. Maybe instead of Barrios, you can go with Syndergaard and Lester on DraftKings. And uh, you know, on the other side, going against Cal Quantrill, uh, it's, the Mets haven't seen a lot of them. And you know, knowing the Mets like I do, when they don't see a lot of a pitcher, they uh, tend to not do too well against him. And the Mets has been very up and down. So outside of Syndergaard, I'm avoiding this game. Let's talk about Robinson Cano, maybe the most overpaid player in baseball, bagging the heart of that lineup. Is he done? Is he ever going to be the Robinson Cano that we remember? I think it's too early to, to call him dead on May 6th. 
you know, especially when, when he's got his own bobblehead night coming up soon. Oh, okay. That's a little, little insider tip to keep an eye on for Robinson Cano. For me, I agree with you on Cindergard. Thor is on one right now. He also hit a home run in his last game. I don't know if he's going to do that in San Diego, but he's definitely feeling the momentum. The matchup is there. The ballpark is there. I'm with you on Noah. And let's cap off the action with the game I'm actually going to be at tomorrow. We got Ryu and the Dodgers hosting Max Freed and the Braves. Yeah, this should be a really good pitching matchup, but it's hard to use Max Freed uh, when he's 8,500 against the Dodgers, who have the best offense in the National League. Hyunjin Ryu, you know, he's he's tough, uh, but so is the Atlanta lineup. So uh, I I think I would be avoiding this game. Yeah, a pair of lefties in this one. Someone that really stands out for the Dodgers when he faces a lefty is Kike Hernandez, the guy making a living hitting off of lefties. He's almost playing every day now. Do you see Kike doing something, and do you also see him keeping up this pace for the rest of the season? Uh, for 4,200 on DraftKings, I guess if you want to take one player for this game, I'm okay with doing it. We, were, we already know what Hernandez is off uh, across a full season. What about Max Muncy? Last year, he was the home run king. This year, he's really struggling on the season. He's only has, he has seven home runs, which isn't bad, but he doesn't appear to be the home run king he was last year. Well, seven is not bad so far. It's, I don't think he was a home run king last year. He did it 50, but you know, he, he can get 30 the way he's going, and he really hasn't heated up. And We saw with Muncy last year that he did it in bunches, and he hasn't hit his hot streak yet. And he's already got all seven homers. So I'm okay with Muncy. You don't want him in a seasonal. I'll buy low on him. That's for the King right there himself telling you that Max Muncy still has it in the tank. With that, that was whipping around the infield. We're going to go straight to beast or bust. I need is a beauty. All right. This is beast or bust a hard hitting rapid fire. Do you want to play this guy in daily fantasy baseball for Tuesday, May 7th? King, are you ready? Yes. All right, let's jump straight to it. Beast or bust, Javier Baez. He is $4,500 on FanDuel. He's going up against Caleb Smith. Beast, $5,900 on DraftKings. Spend it, four fifty-five batting average, five home runs in 22 at-bats against left-handed pitching. I like it. I'm with you as well with the beast. Ronald Acuna Jr. He has not hit a home run since April 16th. On Tuesday night, he goes up against Ryu. Beast or bust? I'm going to say beast. He's hitting 310 with six home runs versus left-handed pitching. I will say bust because I'm not going to roster him for that price. I do want to see him do well, but I'm not about to pay up against Ryu despite the lefty-righty. Beast or bust, Danny Duffy, $6,900 on FanDuel. He's been nice this year with an ERA under 3.5. On Tuesday, he goes up against the Astros in Houston. Bust, $6,400 on DraftKings. Uh, 0-1 with a 450 ERA last year against the, the Astros. I'm with you as well. The Astros team is hitting the ball. I'm going to say bust. Beast or bust. The veteran himself, the machine, Albert Pujols, at twenty eight hundred dollars on FanDuel against the lefty and Derek Norris. 
Uh, I'm going to say bust. Uh, I, I, I don't like, I don't like pool holes tonight. And I meant to say Daniel Norris. I was thinking about the old catcher for the A's. Daniel Norris, yes, I agree with you. I'm actually going to say beast because Pujols can still bat in the middle of a major league baseball line because he can hit lefties. I can see him getting a double. I can see him knocking in a couple runs. Hopefully that home run comes, but that's a little sleeper beast I have up on my sleeve. I'm not going with any angels except for Trout. Except for Trout. Let's yeah. give you the last one right here. Beast or bust at $3,900 on FanDuel, the outfielder for the Pirates. Starling Marte against Adrian Sampson. I'll go, I'll go beast. Uh, you know, as I will with a lot of Pirates lineup. As long as he's not, he's only hitting over 45 against lefty since he came off the DL. Wait, wait, wait. You're breaking up. I'm here. Okay, okay. I didn't say. Uh... I'm going beast as I will with a lot of the Pirates. Uh, and as long as Marte's not facing the lefties, only hitting the old 45 against lefties. I'm going to agree with you and say beast as well. I know his stolen base total is low so far beneath five, but I see him adding at least one or two to that total. Well, I'm Muncher Domus. You can follow me on Twitter at Muncher Domus. We are joined by the king himself, Scott. Thank you for being with us today. All right. Thank you for having me, Muncher Domus, and we'll do it again tomorrow. My pleasure. That was Scott E. The King. You can follow him on Twitter. You can also pick up the book, Win Daily, Winning Fantasy Sports and Life by Jason Mezzarahi. That is on Amazon for only 99 cents. Get all the rest of your daily fantasy baseball betting needs met at winddailydfs.com. I am Muntradamus, and I will see you tomorrow. Beast.